What do you imagine when you think about university? Maybe it's sleepless nights in the library or the journey to your dream job. Maybe it was or will be your first time out of home or something you thought you'd never do. No matter your experience or expectations, there is one thing we all share. I'm Lizzie Jack and this is We Are UOW, a podcast by the University of Wollongong, where we explore the lifelong connections made on the UOW campus, from friends to mentors to marriages. Episode 2, Nick and Nathan. My name's Nick Prana. I'm one of the directors at the Wealth Connection. We're a financial services business. Got financial advice and mortgage broking under the same roof. Uh, it's been quite the journey. We sort of started seven years ago. Uh, just Nathan and I in a living room. I'm Nathan Hancock. I am the other director of the Wealth Connection, and I head up the financial advice side of the business. For the past seven years, Nick Priner and Nathan Hancock have been making a name for themselves and their business, The Wealth Connection. What started as an idea in a living room has steadily grown to a holistic financial services business with 14 employees and three offices throughout New South Wales and the ACT. But more so than business partners, these two are the epitome of best mates. They take family trips together and go surfing on their lunch breaks, and they even live in the same street. Hearing them reminisce about their uni days, you can see why they've been by each other's side since they met in their first week at UOW 15 years ago. Cool corner. We had a little spot at the back where we used to congregate, but uh, it was it was our spot. And if there was someone sitting there, we'd, we'd just embrace them as part of the group. They were like, oh, we just made it really uncool. Yeah. <laughs> Despite both being from Canberra, Nick and Nathan didn't actually meet until they'd moved to Wollongong. They hit it off straight away. They had a shared love of surfing, were both studying a Bachelor of Commerce and had mutual connections from their hometown. Nick's a little more washed up than me, so he's a good 18 months older. So um, we weren't in the same years at school, but you know, when we met, we could piece plenty of people together as you do in Canberra. Like It's a pretty small place, but um, we had the same desires just to get the hell out of there and move to a move to a beachside location and um yeah haven't looked back yeah i thought canberra was the best place on earth until i left (laughs) (laughs) yeah took off after school and went traveling and saw the world and yeah so came back to canberra with all intentions of sort of staying there and and reconnecting with all my old friends and everything but um it didn't take long to sort of figure out that there there is other places in this world um and sort of ended up at ended up here in wollongong and and really sort of haven't looked back i was accepted into a couple of unis around australia and then looked at a map and figured out uaw was the only one on the beach um and really sort of just yeah yearned for that that beach lifestyle and that that experience being on the ocean Nick had heard great things about Wollongong, seeing family friends come through the university. For Nathan, his grandfather had grown up working in the mines at Port Kembla. His older brother had been through a UOW, so he and his sister followed. 
So we always had a, a bit of a connection to the area, but for me, it was it was the drive really to get out of Canberra, still be close enough to home, you know, to be on the beach and had heard, you know, exceptional things about the uni. I, I didn't want to move up to the city. Um, I didn't want to stay in Canberra. So this was a nice little middle ground. And, you know, it, it's, it's just been such a great journey, especially, you know, being able to enjoy the campus side of things. So Nick and Nathan both decide to get out of Canberra, have a sea change, but they need somewhere to live. Nick's family friend had told him about Warona College, a former UOW accommodation that housed hundreds of students in the heart of Wollongong. And they said, oh, if, you, if it's UOW, you have to go here. Like, it's, it's just time of my life. I uh, made so many good memories and, and I sort of followed that direction and, and ended up in Warona. It was a must for me to move into the accommodation because, you know, I I knew that would be the chance to sort of meet lifelong friends. Um, I had heard of experiences, um, so, you know, it was, was one thing I really wanted to, to get amongst. I moved up a couple of weeks early because we had to do some um, sort of pre-work stuff for our degree um, and met a couple of couple of people and struck up a pretty good friendship from day dot but then the sort of opening week began and you know the the, the first day where we had a big dinner and we had sort of all our family come along you, you really sort of looked around the room and everyone was there for a good time everyone was there to make new friends and it was just a really awesome environment like there's no no judgment there it was just everyone there with the same idea in mind to obviously to study but to have fun and yeah we didn't look back Funnily enough, I was I was travelling, had an interview um, with uh, the the director of the college, um, you know, just to to suss me out whether I was worthy of of staying there. And it was I think it was four a.m. and I was sitting in a hostel in in Poland and trying to turn on my best to impress this this lady so she could uh, she could accept me. I guess it probably started from a hostel in Poland before I got the the final heads up that I was accepted and uh, and in the door at the at the uni. So, what kind of questions did they ask you? I, th- I think it was more psychometric than anything. Threw a few curveballs in there just to sort of see. It's like, what are you doing up at four AM in Poland? <laughs> <laughs> or have you gone to sleep? Exactly. Are you still up? Are you slurring your words a little bit? Um, no, it's it pretty general. And they're just sussing out sort of character, and it it is funny. I mean. Like college provides a, a a melting pot of a heap of different characters, but strangely, everybody seems to get along. And mm. for a place of sort of 200, 300 people, um, just the amount of friendships and connections of people from all over the country and the world, it was a strange feeling to know that everybody sort of s- somewhat got along or had something in common. Um, I just wonder if it was the quality of the psychometric testing that all found this sort of similar bunch of people and put them in the same place. But um... So, Nick, you've travelled already, but Nathan, you're leaving home for the first time. What, what was that like? Were you nervous or how did you feel at the time? It's funny. I, I don't know. I feel like if I went into that setting right now, I, I think I'd, I wouldn't be nervous, but it, it, there'd be a bit of trepidation there. But... I can't remember being nervous at all. Like I, I remember just, I think because I had a bit of a warm up. Like I had a few weeks before where where I got to know a few, so I probably had a few connections already there. Um, but I just felt yeah, super excited. It was just like I, yeah, I had a bit of an idea what the, the what we had in store for the week. It was just 
everyone was there for the same reason, um, you know, to meet new people, but to study, to further their aspirations and, and you know, careers and things like that. So, I, yeah, everyone was, there was just no judgment. There was, everyone was there to have a good time, sort of unlike anything I've, I've really ever experienced. So, but yeah, O-Week kicked off and, you know, that's where, it, where the fun began. You can pretty much ask anyone who's gone to university and they'll tell you that O-Week in your first year is like nothing else. You're settling into your new home, you're getting to know everyone and meeting people with no idea the impact that they'll have on your life. It's when Nick and Nathan became best mates and on that first night, Nathan met the woman he would later marry. Family was there and her old man saw me sussing her out. Um, it's a story told at our wedding, but, uh, but yeah, I met, <laughs> we met then and, and haven't looked back. So it's, yeah, it's, it's added that for me too. So it's got a really special place. There's pictures from the first night of O-Week when we, it was an informal sort of get together and everyone sort of ended up in the courtyard of, of the accommodation. But there's pictures of Nath sitting next to his wife Loz and then like four or five of our absolute closest mates like all just sitting there having a chat from that very first moment so it has been such a special place like really from the first second we got there and I remember the O week itself was organized by students of the college so they really sort of gave us that introduction into uni life and they set up this dream week they really had activities planned every day and every night and into the early hours of the morning um, for five or six days straight so it like was wild but really really fun and and you'd sort of get up from a night of karaoke at at the uni bar and we'd we'd go go down to the, the local oval and have a water bomb fight or like uh, like create a gauntlet where we used to egg each other and stuff like that which was all set up just for our sort of pure entertainment but being a kid into thrown into that environment i was like this is the best i was like there could not be anything better for us so this is around 2005 2006 after all the excitement of o weeks over what does a typical week look like for two young guys from Canberra studying commerce and living in uni accommodation. You know, the, the Wednesday nights out in, in the gong, which was uni night, so you're, you're going out, you're seeing all the people you mingle with at uni. Those nights were always really memorable because, you know, you're bumping into a whole host of different people. Everyone's there to have a good time. Everyone knows they've got shoots on the next morning that they've got to either come to and and <laughs> battle battle with. But, uh, but, yeah, those were really sort of memorable times. Um, and, you know, you'd, you'd always be gunning for the Wednesday night out and you'd, you'd sort of make sure your tutes are set up in the way that would give you the most, the ability to have a good <laughs> night and watch at the Mac. <laughs> no Thursday morning. No, definitely not. And the, the sporting events were really yeah. fun. Like they they put on sporting events between colleges. So we had like a, a rugby day and a cricket day, um, AFL, like... Mm but everybody would have a dig. Like, you'd get your American exchange student who'd never seen a Sharon and would be having a kick around. But they used to get so heated and so competitive. Mm. Uh, no sort of stars in a cricket match. <laughs> um, sort of bowling, bowling heat. But, um, and then if you weren't playing, 
you were there on the sidelines with a watermelon on your head, sort of supporting supporting the team. So it was it was something that was really fun. Everybody really got around. Nick and Nathan made the absolute most of their time at uni. North Gong, they used to do this thing called Toss a Boss. We only spoke for about uh, an hour, but in that time, I could tell why they'd been friends for so long. But we used to know all the people behind the bar, so it always came up trumps for us. Their friendship <laughs> and nostalgia is infectious. Stumbled around the half on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah, the half's still kicking. And it hasn't changed. Yeah. The carpets are still the same. And Uni Bar used to always be, you know, such a huge draw card with the live music. We'd always come up here for the gigs. Uh, we went yeah. to huge amounts over the years. Some of the parties that they used to put on. Yeah. Um, I remember one which was a Interhall's Ball. Yeah. It was combining like all the three accommodations in town into, into one big room. And every every party we went to was a dress up party. And, and this particular one was, we all went as different superheroes. So in the room, there was like 35 different superheroes just getting around the dance floor. And, <laughs> but, the bar was open and everyone was flocking to a yeah, bus to and from college that basically put you in a pub and close the doors. And I feel like there was a party, accommodation party every fortnight. Yeah. And yes. it, was, it was backed by the college and mm. there was people in charge at the college to organise these things, but they were just incredible. Yeah, we had such a, a big group together and, and it's funny, we're all... There's a few that aren't, but we're all pretty much over six foot three. All of us, we're all the tall guys. Um, Called the seven foot club. Seven foot club, <laughs> not quite seven foot. But um, but yeah, I I don't remember a specific time, but I do remember that yeah. it was the courtyard over beers and having, you know, you know, understanding that we're, we're from the same place, studying the same thing. And, you know, we all just sort of blended in together and we never looked back. It stands to be the best decision of my life. Like, Hands down, I've said it many times before. It was like a, a changing moment in my life that I just, I look back on and think that was such an enlightened call. Just what I've taken out of this place, like obviously the relationships and the friendships, but obviously the, the, the business opportunity and the, just to know this place existed and to choose this place as home now, like that would have never come if I hadn't gone to UAW. Through all the Wednesday nights out and the heated footy games, Nick and Nathan were also embarking on a professional journey together. They each graduated with a Bachelor of Commerce and stuck together for their next move into the workforce. Nick into lending and Nathan into financial planning. Nathan had moved to Sydney with Loz, the woman he met on the first night of O-Week. Nick was never too far behind. Nick actually was sleeping on our couch for a little while. We had a we had a little <laughs> unit in Randwick um, and Nick's, you know, best of mates with my wife as well because she obviously she was there at, at day one um but um we had this little um apartment in Ramwick and Nick was coming up to do his internship with Universal at yeah. the time yeah and um so he'd have it he'd be on the couch every once a week and there was always a desire to to get out and do something ourselves um you know we we toyed with plenty of different ideas and some that were a bit out there but we always sort of came back to to doing something that was aligned to you know, chosen careers, um, and yeah, it, it was really over an, over a night of reds and putting our heads together and the desperate yearn to get back to the gong where it all began, um, and um, and that's when sort of we we pulled the trigger on the business. We probably didn't realise what we were sort of building 
um, or pre-business years, you know, being at uni, obviously doing commerce and getting sort of some context in terms of finance and how the, the business world works and then all the connections we're making down here and all the networks we're building down here and just sort of an idea of like the amazing places that, you know, are down here. Um, but really, yeah, it, it just sort of took a bit of logical thinking really to, to figure out figure it out what we should do next and bring it all together and the natural place for it was coming back to the gong and, and making it happen all down here but um the light bulb was definitely going off after a few reds mm. I reckon. so we we started um you know pretty modestly we were on my my kitchen table for a bit of time and you know, we obviously knew the area, but we were new to Ostermere at the time. So we just got out and met a lot of people, told them what we did, what we do and what we sort of envisioned the business to be. And, you know, it's really grown from there. You know, the community's really got around us. We have a lot of clients immediately in the in the local area, but also up in Sydney and, and down south as well. And Canberra was a pretty obvious step for us because that's where we both grew up. With their own skills and experience, plus bringing in Nathan's dad, Roger, a successful financial planner, Nick and Nathan now have 14 employees, a second office in Canberra, and a third one coming in the south coast town of Milton. So what's the transition like going from uni drinking buddies to business partners? We sort of work pretty well together. Mm. Um, we obviously sort of got got we're focused in different areas of the business and got different skill sets and bring different things to the business, but we haven't really had too many punch ups since we started. Um, so it's it's been a, a fairly sort of natural and organic like you know business relationship, which has been great. Yeah, and it's it's like like you said, we we bring different things to the to the business but you know we're, we're both you know out of out of work we we you know we surf on the weekends we mountain bike ride our our wives are best mates we've got two young kids um each i've got boys he's got girls <laughs> so we're yeah there's a bit of a running joke that we're like everyone thought we were a couple for a while because we lived really close together we've got the logo slapped on our cars um and um it's yeah it's all just a bit close but it's yeah, it works fine for us. We're you know we're like I said, we we're quite different people, but um, you know it actually works quite well hand in hand in the business. You work together, but separately. But tell me about where you live. We lived our old apartment complex. We were in the same building. And we could see their balcony from our, so we we used to link Christmas lights at like during Christmas. <laughs> we pay, where the the elect, I think it was plugged yeah, into plug- our, <laughs> our PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, we'd piggyback off their electricity, but um, yeah, they, so the cars were both parked at the at the same building, and we used to sort of have a chat over the balcony. Um, but yeah, we I, I remember a few clients sort of just assumed you know we were, we were a thing, but then Nath. <laughs> Packed up shop and moved up to Mountain Road, which is another street in Ostermere, and left us high and dry in the apartment by ourselves and no one to share the Christmas lights with. But funnily enough, like a couple of years later, a house popped up about five doors up, and which we had no intention of moving to the same street, but bought that house. Uh, 
that are much, much to the sort of laughter of all of our mates. Uh, we sort of just follow each other around like a bad smell. And, um, <laughs> we can't, can't avoid it really. You don't get sick of each other? I think just because we're, we're quite different people, like, I, and we complement each other so well. I, th- I think if we were exactly the same, like, I think you'd you'd find you'd butt heads. But I don't know. We we go to the gym in the mornings at the same time at the same place. We've got you know friends that come along with us. We do surf trips together. We've been the Mentowies together, and we're about to go again in uh, next year sometime with with a group of mates. So it's sort of like it's just. I think we we get enough space sort of in our day to day profession. Like obviously me heading up the advice team and, and Nick the lending. It, yeah, we've got that as our project each. But I don't know. It seems to work pretty sweet. So. <laughs> What do you reckon it was about Verona that helped you guys become such good friends? I think it comes down to you're all sharing. You're you're all sharing. In, it's the new time in your life. It's a new experience for everyone, and um, you know everyone is there for a common sort of reason. And you know you're you're there. You know everyone's leave leave left the hometown, left the family to experience something new. So it's that. And it's, you know, obviously the, with the accommodation, it's it's a sort of a forced, you, you want to get to know people, you want to sort of experience these things with others. So you, you got that thrusted upon you. Um, and then, you know, you, you're piecing all these like-minded people together as well. And um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, we, we had a pretty special year. We're, we've got, you know, um, friends in, in other years of, of uni, but, you know, we're, I feel like our our group is is one that sort of stands the test of time. You know, we've got actually a lot of relationships that are formed within our group. We've got how many? Probably four, maybe four couples married um, now within the group, and all got young kids as well, all of similar age. So it, it's pretty special that it all sort of stem back to that that mm. time. And it's probably a combination of like you're not only seeing people in social settings, but you're also sharing like space when like after big nights or like doing the crossword at breakfast or, you know, watching, watching movies in the TV room. Like there's moments outside of those like key big social events that I feel like you sort of really get to know people, but thrust into it, which at the time you don't think anything of it, but, but now you, you probably say that was a big moment in, you know, our friendship, for example. So, And Wollongong clearly means a lot to the both of you having you know, been up to the big smoke in Sydney and, and coming back down here to start your business and raising your families down here. So how do you think life would be different had you never come to Wollongong? Imagine where life would be if I was still in Canberra and hanging out with the same mates from school, like, and you really don't branch too far and wide when you're so comfortable. Um, but just doing that, yeah, it's been amazing. Yeah, it's really hard to know what life would have been like and you know it's obviously I've met my wife and had kids and so it's a you know it's a massive it's been huge for me and and for my wife as well but yeah it it would have been maybe maybe sticking in Canberra or which you know may have amounted to something but it's it's hard to really imagine life being sort of any differently than what it is now and and, you know as Nick said it's it's just given us everything and yeah you wouldn't change it for a second and it's an absolute game changer. We Are UOW is brought to you by the University of Wollongong. This episode was produced by myself, Lizzie Jack, with help from Grace Golash. Thank you so much to Nick and Nathan for sharing their story. 
If you want to find out more about their business, you can visit thewealthconnection.com.au. We love to hear about the connections made at University of Wollongong. If you have a story you think is worth sharing, email us at weareuow at uow.edu.au. Or you can share your stories online with the hashtag weareuow. Next time on We Are UOW, Jamie and Mick both have their own reasons to come to UOW as mature age students. Both with young kids at home, they're looking to change something. They become really good friends. It's just a yeah. start. Yeah, it's a it's an ability to vent and continually check in on each other. It's um, it's the baseline of of any good solid friendship. Like I, I know she's always there for me if I call. Um, and, and same for her. So. That's next time. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.